Welcome to Dig It. This is The Speaker. I am here with my co-hosts, The Sharp Edge and Corey Lynn of Corey's Digs. How you guys doing? Hey there. Doing good. Welcome That's back, good. Speaker. I know, <laughs> yeah, right? It's about time. It's like ages. And just so everyone knows, he's like camped out out of an office because he still doesn't have internet hooked up. Yeah, I'm like sitting outside Macca's Wi-Fi. <laughs> what are we going to get into today? Okay, so we'll have a chat a little bit about this climate change march that happened, Biden scandal, and of course, this whistleblower scandal and crazy Dems going for this impeachment again, which is not new. <laughs> and we'll get into a little bit of Corey's article that she brought out last week, which relates a little bit to the climate change stuff. So we'll move on to that. 30 Let's... big hoaxes and lies that are perpetrated 30... on Americans. Ah, you can take us through that at the end, Corey. So, Okay, so let's start with this Biden scandal. Edge, you're on top of the ball on this one. Okay, so this whistleblower came out claiming that there was some sort of impropriety with this phone call between Trump and the current Ukrainian president, Zelensky. And this whistleblower was claiming that the conversation included some sort of promise as well as quid pro quo of military aid in exchange for some sort of investigation into Biden and his dealings with the Ukraine. Trump came out on Wednesday and released the actual transcript of the phone call. So we've been going through that and turns out that there was no pressure put on Zelensky to investigate Biden's son, Hunter, in exchange for military aid. In fact, military aid wasn't even mentioned at all in the conversation, which Trump was falsely accused of by this so-called whistleblower. There was no quid pro quo, no talk of withholding military aid. Trump did ask Zelensky if he could look into, so Biden pressured to have the prosecutor fired under threat of withholding $1 billion in loan securities. And Biden was actually on tape bragging about it. So I think everyone's probably seen that by now. It's circulating all over social media. It, exactly. It's, it's pretty so, undeniable. It's pretty, it's, you can't <laughs> deny it. I don't know how you like, like if this isn't enough to get people in shit in this day and age, what, what do we need? Like what right. do you need? Like right. unbelievable. I know. So this is all Trump said. He said, I heard you had a prosecutor who was very good and he was shut down and that's really unfair. And then he went on to say, there's a lot of people talking about Biden's son that Biden stopped the prosecution. And a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general would be great. Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me. Yeah, so exactly what he said is if you don't fire that prosecutor, the United States will not give you a billion dollars in aid. It's exactly what he said. That's That's exactly exactly what Biden said, yes. He was stupid enough to say it while it was being recorded. I mean, full video. To finish it off, though, he said, and if you don't trust me, call Barack Obama. This is what Biden said in the past, bragging about how he was withholding a billion dollars worth of loan securities to the Ukraine. He said, I went to the Ukraine. I was supposed to announce there was another billion dollar loan guarantee, and I had gotten a commitment that they were going to take action against a prosecutor, and they didn't. I said, nah, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. And I said, call him. You're not getting the billion dollars. I'm leaving here in six hours. If the prosecutor is not fired, you're not getting the money. 
Well, son mm-hmm. of a bitch, he got fired. Yep. I don't, can you imagine if Trump did that? This is a huge web. This goes so much deeper than that. So keep going, Edge. Okay, so Trump also asked Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, about Ukraine's involvement in the 2016 election interference, and he mentioned CrowdStrike by name. He said, I would like you to do me a favor. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with the Ukraine. They say with CrowdStrike, the server, they say Ukraine has it, but they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Whatever you can do, it's very important that you do it if that's possible. And that's all I said. There was no, you know, quid pro quo. There was no, I'm withholding any military aid from you. Well, it turns out this, this whistleblower, first of all, the DOJ released a report September 24th. And this whistleblower has animus against Trump. His entire complaint was based on hearsay. He didn't actually witness or hear the phone call himself. It was all nice. entirely based on hearsay. No first-hand knowledge whatsoever. None, none whatsoever. And the whistleblower was also found to be a supporter of a Democrat candidate, as well as being re- represented by attorneys who are Chuck Schumer and Hillary Clinton operatives, basically. So Trump tweeted the Ukrainian whistleblower lead attorney donated to Biden. Right. Yeah. So... Going into the two things that Trump talked about, there's a lot of history there that we might want to touch on. The two things were, you know, Biden's connections to the Ukraine, trying to get this prosecutor fired. And the other one is election interference by the Ukraine in the 2016 election. So we can go through that too, if you guys want to. And also between Trump and Giuliani, they've been dropping bombs about focusing on China because 1.5 billion went to Biden's son from China. Yes. So, I mean, there's all kinds of nefarious things going on here and they're trying, you know, Giuliani is really excited about getting all this out. So I know he has been <laughs> dropping bombs lately. So Hunter Biden, the deal with that in the Ukraine is that Biden started a private equity firm and received 3.4 million from the from this Ukraine gas company called Burisma Holdings. And Burisma Holdings also paid Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, $50,000 a month to sit on the board of directors there. And when the Ukraine prosecutors began investigating Burisma Holdings for corruption, that's when Biden pressured the Ukraine to fire its head prosecutor. And Biden bragged about this in that interview that we just quoted from. Biden also had dealings in China with his son, Hunter. So Biden and Hunter flew on Air Force Two to China back in 2013 to secure a deal. And less than two weeks later, Hunter Biden's firm linked a $1 billion private equity deal with a subsidiary of the Chinese government-backed bank of China. So that later was expanded to a $1.5 billion deal. So here's the history of it. In 2009, Hunter Biden, which is Joe Biden's son, and John Kerry's stepson, Chris Hines, formed this business or this company called Rosemont Seneca. And then in 2013, around that time that Biden and Hunter flew to China, in 2013, this Rosemont Seneca merged with a Chinese government-backed company to form BHR. And BHR acquired Hennigies. Now, Hennigies is an American company that creates anti-vibration tech, which is, has military applications. 
So in essence, the nutshell is that Biden was selling American tech that has military application and the kickback was going to Hunter the Sun through this Rosemont Seneca that was bought out by this this Chinese government-backed company. And so, that is what we call <laughs> the standard pay-to-play moves that all these cronies keep doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not to mention Hunter himself is a recovering drug addict and has zero experience in private equity. So the fact that he got this $1 billion or $1.5 billion deal is highly suspicious not just the pay to play but there's no there's there's no credibility here and then we have the crowd strike thing and the the 2016 election so the history on that goes deep too so crowd strike is the sole source of the claim that russia was behind the dnc server breach okay so when the dnc claimed that they were hacked it was crowd strike who they hired the FBI never investigated the, got to see the, the server themselves. CrowdStrike is the sole source who has claimed that it was Russians who hacked the DNC server. And most of us are pretty aware of the claim and the allegation that Seth Rich was actually the one who downloaded the contents of the DNC server and leaked it to WikiLeaks. So CrowdStrike has connections to the Ukraine. The co-founder is Dmitry Alperovich, and he's this anti-Putin Russian expat who sits on this Atlantic Council, which was funded by NATO and George Soros's Open Society Foundation, and Viktor Penchuk, this Ukrainian oligarch who has ties to the Clintons. He's a major Clinton donor and he's allegedly a source of the dossier. Mm-hmm. That's how yeah, this all ties together. Yes. And so the current Ukrainian prosecutor general is probing an allegation from a Ukrainian member of parliament that said that the director of the National Anti-Corruption Bureau of Ukraine Artem Sitnik attempted to influence the 2016 election in favor of Hillary Clinton. Mr. Stinnick was allegedly caught on tape stating that he was going to assist in helping Hillary Clinton win the 2016 election and release these black ledger files showing Paul Manafort's dealings in Ukraine. So those black ledger files allegedly turned out to be doctored. And so this... Ukrainian activist lawyer, Alexandra Chalupa, she worked for the DNC and Democratic politicians at the time of the 2016 election. In fact, between 2004 and 2016, she earned like $412,000 working for the DNC. But she also kind of worked for the Ukraine. She worked really closely with Ukrainian embassy and government officials and intelligence operatives during that time, and they were passing information along from the Ukraine to Alexandra Chalupa, which she was then giving to the DNC. They had this Chalupa woman who was working with a foreign government and the DNC at the same time, and the Clinton campaign, in an effort to sway the 2016 election. Yeah, 
So those are the ties to the, the real legitimate ties to the Ukraine of the 2016 election and Biden. And those are the ones the Dems are totally freaking out about. And they're trying to put this on Trump as though there was some sort of impropriety with this phone call, which we just talked about. There was no impropriety, no quid pro quo, nothing. <laughs> so let's talk about these impeachment hearings or inquiry or whatever they want to call it. So the House Dems are preparing oh, to vote on Wednesday for this non-binding resolution rebuking Trump. They're far away from any sort of actual vote on impeachment. They're just voting for this non-binding resolution rebuking Trump. And the reason why is because they want to complain that the White House has not turned over this whistleblower report, which Trump already has come out and said they're going to disclose by Friday. So probably by the time this podcast is released. And even though Nancy Pelosi didn't read the transcript yet, she comes out completely uh, demonizing Trump and no one is above the law and we need to forward with this all all the tweets coming out from the dems today it's just like crackerjacks it's so ridiculous man so like this one from julian castro this is smoking gun donald trump pressured a foreign government to work with the justice department to investigate a political opponent congress should cancel recess and begin impeachment proceedings immediately <laughs> they're just like i was like they're off their nutter it's like listening <laughs> to elementary elementary school level children trying to make an argument about things they don't know anything about and just are just lying to cover their asses. They're banking that the the general population just really doesn't understand a lot of what's going on. And it is complicated. When you get into all the the details, it's complicated. So they just oversimplify. They hone in on something and then they, they completely twist it around and make it seem like Trump is carrying out illegal actions and he's, you know, this is a national security issue and he can't be talking to this person or that no. person. He's official. And- there was no pressure applied. First of all, Zelensky is a pro-Trump guy. If you read the transcript, Zelensky was thanking Trump. His whole campaign running for president was based off of the Trump campaign model. And he thanked Trump for that. And he said that he was planning to drain the swamp in the Ukraine. So <laughs> Zelensky was agreeing with Trump on every single thing. They are aligned. They are in sync. And so there was no pressure by Trump or any kind of quid pro quo in this conversation whatsoever. <laughs> the, the, the best one was as soon as that crowd strike was mentioned, Hillary Clinton had to chime in, didn't she? Uh, I missed yeah. that. Oh, you didn't? Okay, so this was her tweet. The President of the United States has betrayed our country. That's not a political statement. It's a harsh reality. And we must act. He is a clear present danger to the things that keep us strong and free. I support impeachment. Right after the crowd strike thing dropped. Hasn't mentioned anything about what was said in the transcripts. Uh-huh. Just had a hissy fit. These people are <laughs> freaking out, having a complete meltdown. They don't even know what to do anymore. I mean, they're just throwing out lie after lie and hoping something's going to stick. Mm. Oh, man. It's, I, I just, I can't, I don't understand this world sometimes. It's almost or, as bad as the whole climate change march and, and propping children up and uh, dear Greta. And didn't they go to, it was like they're throwing confetti in the streets and they're just going absolutely nuts. And then afterwards they go to this big steak fry or something. And I, I mean, the whole thing is such a shit show. It is. That was a good segue. Some of the things that were coming out about this climate change thing is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, apparently there was, what, three to four million people? 
across the globe that got together for these climate marches from Melbourne to Paris uh, to New York. And the thing about this is the majority of them are children, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're children getting dragged out of school or whatever. And that's the most devastating thing about it is just the indoctrination of these children. And the way that they've really caught on to this climate thing, because let's be honest, it is an issue for our planet. Like humans are pretty bad with treating this planet. Like we treat it pretty shit and pollution is a problem. With, and the, with environment. the environment. With the environment, sorry. And, you know, like that, that is a factor. Like I've got friends that are environmentalists and... And they're amazing people, but they would never be caught dead at a climate change march. <laughs> right, because it's two entirely different things. Mm. The one, oh, climate change is manufactured. It's complete BS. It's a giant hoax to line their pockets with money, to get government federal funding and grants, to get tax credits, to produce all the products that they can then sell and try to create mandatory legislation to drain all of the taxpayer dollars that where we're forced to buy certain products and do certain things. And whereas some people might say some of those ideas are good, some of them are complete BS fabrications to line their pockets. And they also have an agenda which has to do with population control. They used climate change as, you know, it used to be global warming. And then, well, like Breitbart did that brilliant article on uh, so-called climate Climate experts are batting a big zero to 41 with their doomsday predictions. I highly recommend everyone check that out because it's true. If you go back over the decades and you look at what all of them come out and say, which was peer propagation, none of those things came true. And now they're trying to instill the fear mongering in children to where we're seeing videos of some are acting, but some are authentic where these children are scared and they're crying thinking, we're not going to be here. We're going to be dead in a few years. It's awful. Right. Right. It's right. It is. It is awful. Awesome. Parents that are, I'm sorry, but they're incredibly ignorant. They're not using logic and common sense. They're not doing any research. So environmentalism, sustainability, living off grid, having solar panels came in. I'm all for it. But what this is, is a whole entirely different agenda where they are trying to completely that's what they always do. They co-op a legitimate argument or a legitimate concern. They mm -hmm. co-opt it to achieve their own agenda. And if you just really dig into what the UN's agenda is through their original Agenda 21 and now Agenda 2030, mm -hmm. it has nothing really to do with preserving the environment. It has much more to do with global governments population control and or depopulation and controlling consumption and production, as well as breaking down barriers of national borders and promoting unfettered migration across borders. And that's really to break down the sovereignty of countries so they'll be more willing to accept global governance, I suppose. Exactly. So I just did an article, I published it, God, was it yesterday? It was either Monday or Tuesday, called 30 Big, 30 Big Hoaxes and Lies Perpetrated on Americans. Now, much of this is perpetrated on the entire globe, but I was, you know, trying to focus on some details throughout this that had to do with the U.S. And I'm just, I'm not even going to get into these. I'm just going to rattle off the subheaders. So I did this in list format so that it's real easy to digest. It's not as long as my typical reports. And I only, you know, cover a few sentences or a short paragraph on each topic but I have source links to proof and facts on every single one of these. This is how long Deep State has been carrying out these agendas. I mean, this goes back decades and decades, and I actually have a couple of videos in here as well. 
So I'm going to rattle through these really fast. Let's see how talk I can, fast no, I can talk. You, Ready? You don't, you don't need to go too fast. This is, we haven't been talking that long. It's a pretty short podcast. Right? Just, just, just slow, okay. slow, slow down, do your thing. It's okay. Okay. We have Spygate and the Russian collusion narrative, mainstream news media, climate change, the vaccine industry, the health industry, organic food industry, child protective services and foster care, the education system and indoctrination, the overpopulation myth. And we're going to come back to that because that ties directly into climate change as well. Taxes, NGOs, that's a big one. I have a great document in here that gets into the history of NGOs, when they started and how that was all formed within governments. Spirituality and higher consciousness, how they infiltrated that. Conspiracy theory and, you know, that which, which was coined by the CIA. So I get into that. Big government the justice system and the courts, which we all know is a freaking two-tier system, the entertainment industry, advocators for children, which is a huge one. I've done a lot of reports on this that, you know, NGOs, churches, doctors, schools, daycares, on and on and on. They go and they migrate to these areas where there are a lot of children that trust them and they're vulnerable and they're unfortunately pedophiles and child traffickers. Not all of them, obviously, but we're seeing thousands of arrests pertaining to all of this. And then we have, of course, immigration, which also ties into population control because the 2030 agenda, like you were just talking about, Ed, has to do with open borders. And they've been planning this for a long time, not just here, in multiple countries, to where we now in the U.S. have a faster growth of immigration than our own natural increase of growth, which is the lowest it's been in 80 years. Then I have MIT and Ivy Leagues. Ilan Omer, the United Nations, the rescue of Haitian children after the 2010 earthquake, the Clintons. That's one of my favorite topics. I have tons of reports on them. <laughs> That's everybody's favorite topic. I, I think the whole world knows by now. One of the most yeah. evil couples that walks the face of this earth. Then we have Barack Obama not being born in the U.S. We have U.S. aid and where that money goes. 9-11 gun control and false flags, social media, the Vatican, and abortion and Planned Parenthood. There are ulterior motives. And believe me, this is not even the full list. I mean, this, you know, I could have gone on forever with this. All of these that I just mentioned, there are ulterior motives. They have other agendas and they, they use all of these as fronts to carry out these agendas. There's just this constant perpetual, there's either like this mirror effect or there's this, you know, projection. They're constantly spinning and twisting it and trying to convince people, look, it's this, this is what we're doing. And we're trying to do a good thing when really they're trying to do a bad thing. And unfortunately, a lot of people work in these industries that all along, unknowingly, not realizing some people throughout these industries are helped and there are some benefits in some of these things. And sure, there's some wonderful foster care families out there, for example, but the agenda behind the creation of all of these industries and agencies and institutions, there were ulterior motives there. And so those Definitely. running at the top ranks are carrying out the evil. Right. And then they have their ground troops who just, the, you know, the sheeple who go out and do these protests and do these marches and brainwash their children. And they're the teachers. They're the, the parents. They believe these people who are in positions of power. They believe everything they're told. That's exactly like. Right. Sweet, like They've convinced mentality. people that they know best. 
Yeah. So so people listen to it, they believe it, they regurgitate it, and so on and so forth. That's exactly it is. It, instead of stopping that, listening to it and then going, wait a second, I'm going to look into this a little bit. They don't. They cut that bit out already. They think other people know better than them, and then they regurgitate it to someone else. Right. That's right. why I was so glad for for President Trump. He got up at the UN General Assembly, and he just told them straight to their face that they're this yeah, dying breed. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to quote it. I want to quote just a little bit of it. It was so good. Yeah, so he says, "The future does not belong to the globalists. The future belongs to the patriots." The future belongs to sovereign and independent nations who protect their citizens, respect their neighbors, and honor the differences that make each country special and unique. So, like, so, such a such a great speech. And then, did you see them try to switch it? Oh my God! There's a whistle to anti-Semitism. What are you guys listening to? <laughs> he could say he could say uh, Melania baked a cherry pie for me today, and they'd say, "Well, that's racist." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's sexist how dare she bake for you <laughs> he made her make it sexist bastard <laughs> that would be a great app like a liberal filter app so like you say something and then it will come out as like how liberals hear it Right. <laughs> what, what kind what? of microaggression yeah. you just committed by stating that? <laughs> you have to laugh about these things because it's just so ridiculous. It, it is. It is. It's. It has. It's gotten ridiculous. And listening to, uh, oh my God, Adam Shifty coming out and the things, oh, the things he says, it's just. It's how we just turn shit and people believe it. Like, what did I he say? Know. What was his tweet that just came out then? i got to find it. It's absolutely ridiculous. Go find it. Hey, while you're finding it, I just wanted to tell people that. So President Trump just met with um, the PM, Abe, of Japan, signed the New Market Access Agreement. The agreement slashes tariffs and opens new markets to $7 billion in U.S. agriculture. And the deal reduces barriers on the $40 billion of digital trade between the two countries. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. So while while the Dems are screaming impeach over ridiculous accusations, Trump's just mm-hmm. MAGA-ing on, you know? <laughs> yeah, okay. So like, I, I found this. Like, So the transcript of a call reads like a classic mob shakedown. We do a lot for Ukraine. I have a favor to ask. Investigate <laughs> my opponent. My people will be in touch. Nice country you got there. It would be a shame if something happened to it. I know. I saw that one. I saw that one. He's off his rocker. He's off his rocker, man. When you're facing prison time and complete, utter shattering of deep state and Ah, these people mm. will do anything. They will grasp at anything. And, mm. and hey, you know what? Lies have been serving them well for a long time. So why not keep it going? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's so funny. Like, so you see, you see the, that tweet that came out from Hillary and Schiff and all of a sudden it goes to like 100K likes or like Hillary will, like, will get like 300K likes for that. I want people to understand though that you do realize 80% of America is not on Twitter. So don't get discouraged when you see stuff like that because it's mm-hmm. just a mental game like anything else exactly mm-hmm. meanwhile they shadow ban the heck out of us and i'll watch yeah. i'll watch 500 new followers come on and it'll only tick me up 
a hundred people. And then I see people all the time saying, Hey, I follow you or I subscribe to you. Great work. Da, da, da. And I look and I'm like, no, you're not following me on here. Which means <laughs> went wrong, followed you like they do all my followers. It's just, it's so frustrating, you know, because That's we hot. get this information out to reach the masses and they're preventing that. And it's very frustrating. I can give a crap what my numbers show. I just want this information out, you know? Mm. I always tell people, hey, take my reports, put them on your site or do videos on them. I don't care. This is information that needs to get out. Oh, yeah. Exactly. With like anyone hearing that, like even with the Hivemind website, Edges Digs, whatever we got, mm -hmm. take it, use it, share it. It's right. okay. You totally got our permission to share our stuff. That's why we do this. So. Yeah, exactly. Man, I think the next couple of weeks, it's going to get amping up to the point where we're going to have to like start documenting everything because so much news is going to be hitting simultaneously. I mean, it already is pretty crazy right now, yeah, especially when you're like in a deep dig. I'll message you guys. I have no idea what's going on in the world right now. I've been in this deep dig for three days and Edge will be like, me too, or <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> hopefully we That's offer some clarity to some people. Yeah, like hopefully, yeah, there's there's some days that we're just, we can't, um, we can't keep up with the news cycle because we're either editing or working out an idea for a video or trying to set up a podcast or something like that. So we do miss days here and there. Right. We do what we can. Do what we can. That's it, right? I'm Good to be to back. Work. I missed you guys. Ho hopefully next week you'll be able to do this from home. Hopefully in a warm place. I'm freezing here. I mean, like, a, oh, it's so cold. You have no idea. Very, very early in the morning, too. It's always early in the morning, Corey. That's um, that's the raw end of the stick I get. We just need to get out here. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Right? In the works. It's in the works. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to us here on Dig It with Corey Stiggs, the speaker, and myself, the Sharp Edge. Be sure to check all the links in the description below and make sure to share, like, subscribe, and hit that bell. We'll see you back next time right here on Dig It. Yeah. Nice. Bye.